Whoa, this is a look. What up, bro? What is happening? Yeah, a little backlit. Exactly. Woo-wee. All right, buddy, well, let's do this. We're going to fill out this hour right here. Oh, we're just going to talk bullshit for an hour, baby. <laughs> Give it a swing. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 148 for your eardrums. Guys, please do us a favor. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, don't need no gift receipt with this partner. Most awesome. You just you crumple that receipt up. You threw it away because, you know, this is a this is a tier one pod present, baby. Don't need to take it back. Mm-mm. You're doing like the, the dirty Santa or whatever, the white elephant gift exchange or whatever. This is one you kind of hold on to and you're just like not giving it up. This is the one that that people get past through. Now on the on the on the white elf, on the white elephant, you guys set the limit, right? It can't be stolen more than three times. Is that how you play, or is it prison? Yeah, I think like? it's yeah, I think it's the I think the rules are you know there's the price limit rules, and then can't get more than third time or uh, uh, three times, and then like doesn't somebody have like the person that goes last has pick of everything or something? I don't know. Like everyone's got their own set of rules. Yeah, yeah most exactly. People, most people end up with something that goes in the trash can by the time they get like to their house anyway. the last time we played that dr mrs the commission i like i was like i stole a set like a grill set with tong it wasn't even that nice because it was one that was like under 15 dollars or like 20 dollars or whatever yeah and she was like we have grill sets and i was like oh yeah we do we've got a brush <laughs> we've got a spat we have all of this and it is sat in our like base like junk kitchen drawer on like the lower level that no one touches for the entire time that we've lived in our house Oh, so you got it. Nobody stole it. No one stole it. No one wanted oh. it. I just took it and I was like, well, this sucks. Now I'm yeah. stuck with this piece of shit. You should bundle it back up and just bring it to like the next white elephant gift or just host one just specifically to get rid of those. We just, we just, we got a, we had a few choice items. We're just trying to move. What's weird is like, if something's like really cool, like, I don't know, like an Amazon gift card or something, or just something like everybody wants for whatever reason, like everybody flocks around it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if you don't know, like I've been at parties where I didn't know somebody well enough or something, or maybe there's like a bottle of liquor and then you take that and you kind of get like stink eye. Oh, like, you kind of yeah, have, yeah, yeah. have to like know your territory. Like, just They're go like, oh, that's that Marjorie loves fucking Oprah Winfrey's book club coupons <laughs> and you just took them from them. You just did that. Uh, well, all right. Speaking of that, how was your Christmas, brother? How'd it go? Jingle, jangle. Jingle, Good. jangle. Santa came and went. The kids were great. They they were all very excited. Uh, between six kids, my you know my three and cousins three, uh, there was a shitload of presents on yeah. the just fucking, wrapping paper everywhere. Oh, uh, and it was chaos. We did it in a very Santa, I should say, did sure. it in a very disorganized way because he didn't like organized you know these are all of commissions you know gifts and these are all so then it was just like a free-for-all like is this yeah. who's this this is you know a lot of like is this a commission no it doesn't it says your cousin's name like you know how to read come on just like a just like a land grab just a landerized people just like staking their claim and like taking it. exactly yeah so yeah and uh here and now right was it the tom cruise movie i know With yeah Nicole Kidder? yeah yeah what's funny is like that's uh that comes up in that book we're reading also like oh. it was like, kind of funny like i wanted to bring it up yeah, to get to, yeah. Well, i was almost gonna drop it like i just always had that like the land grab of like 1898 just in the back of my head ready to go but i'm just look I, you're I gotta do that flex you're learned babe <laughs> you're learned so yeah uh, it was so great I, man how about yours uh it was good man yeah um it just hung got to see my niece and nephews just kind of kept beautiful small, but it was good yeah uh, i got my street going i think i've been seeing them like six years in a row so it's always nice to did you get the you get the game of risk going on? Did you get annual risk? You know game? what's funny is like we didn't because like as I'm kind of getting older, we start a little late. We did get the game of clue going. You can always Ooh. fit in the clue game. Like yep. clues like good for a 60 to 90 minute, just like good sit. But sure, sure. Risk, I kind of feel bad. It's okay though, because I think my oldest nephew is the only one that's as nutty about it as I am. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm letting all the kids down. Just letting one down. I can handle that. <laughs> I can handle that batting average. That's good, yeah. Uh, so how's it work like for the to know what, what Santa's going to get the girls? Do they make kind of like a list and then you put in an envelope 
like they just got to drop hints. They're just like magazine clippings and they're just hiding them in your sock drawer. Like how's it go? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we, they start to tell us we, you know, Kamishet now is, is practicing writing and practicing her letters and, and even 2.0 is too. I, I shouldn't say that she can actually spell her name. Um, so yeah, so that's like a great learning exercise slash what does Santa want to give uh, the kiddos. So that's good. And then like with, you know, Kamish Jr., you know, we kind of know like the mode of what he wants and, you know, sure. his cousin is only like six months older than him. So we see a lot of the stuff that he has that he likes to play with and doesn't like to play with. So we're like, all right, all right. So we'll get him something like this, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those things. So write the Christmas list that, you know, this year that got taken up to, uh, you know, you know, the, the uh, North pole with Mary, our, our elf, we didn't we didn't obviously go see santa this year although i did hear a lot of things where it's like you could take the picture and then they could like photoshop in like on a picture frame that santa was holding we didn't do that but i saw a lot of people do that yeah Yeah. smart um so then um yeah so it all worked out and then you know there's santa's gifts which are usually like the big ticket items the stuff that they ask for and then there's gifts that we give them that you know uncles and grandma and grandpa and stuff that they're like they like this so get them something like that and you know, at this age, it's like, you know, whatever, anything that I'm getting that's in like, a, you know, uh, the, the purview of, you know, Frozen or American Girl dolls or like, you know, anything like art. they're very like they like a lot of art stuff. So it's like anything that that's going to be a home run. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Crushing it. Excellent. Right. Well, yeah. audience, if you had episode 148 on your Christmas list, here's what you're unwrapping. Rip from the headlines. We got top two, bottom two sports moments of 2020. We're doing MAB fixes, New Year's resolutions, gonna do the Neapolitan showdown. Top three things about the year 2020. Gonna jump into the Brandana gambling corner. Gonna do my top three. Worst bets of 2020. Check that out. Then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Come on. All right, rip from the headline. Top two, bottom two sports moments of 2020. Why are we doing that this week, brother? Well, because we're, um, as you're listening to this on Monday, soon enough, the year of 2020 will be over. So we want to just kind of get in our little end of the year recap, my friend. Yeah, we got a little uh, year review. And then we kind of invented the top two, bottom two. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Just we own absolute, that. Absolute hit last hit. year. Hit. Just, I mean, Sensation. Just, just flood the inbox had to just archive some of them it was nuts and thank you guys for such a positive response decided we run it back yeah, so yeah. um i think we go back and forth let's get the negatory catchatory out of the way let's do uh what do you got as one of your bottom two? Ooh. um so i'll go yeah i'll go nia style i'll just go well no we didn't do we decided not to do nia style right yeah I mean, whatever it's in the year yeah, yeah it's, our, year. it's vacation right, right. time. We're doing. We're letting our hair down. We're letting our hair while. down. All right. Okay. So you guys, I'm you gonna, got some console or something? I do have a, just one console. Yeah, let's so I'm going to go with the final four getting canceled. Bummer. Sure. You and I, we started our pod in mid March Madness. We had yeah. that that great Loyola run that I mean, you know, basically put us on the map, the international map of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know, so having that canceled was like a. You know, it's a disappointing. You love it. I love it. It's a uh, it's a sad thing to see gone in this 2020 sports calendar year. Yeah, we all know the overhanging thing about 2020 and what happened. We're not jumping. Totally gonna go deep wait, wait. into that. What happened? <laughs> what did what did I miss? I'm like yeah, Jared just... Leto coming out of the woods. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, it's just kind of weird looking back, uh, especially because like one had never been canceled before, and I think yeah. it was also like it was kind of like early so some people like kind of knee jerk was like overreaction whatever didn't have to get it all into that but just like just kind of having that i mean that's a lot of people even if you're going to say the fringe people that like sports that's the one thing that'll pull them in each year like kind of have the brackets go in and just like kind of everybody can get into it yeah and i think we like you said like we didn't quite have the awareness of what we were heading into so it felt very abrupt and that i think that was the thing that was a tough like 
with any other of those sports that was in question, it was like, oh man, like, are they going to be able to do it? Like, you know, they're, are they figuring it out? Here it was, it's like, it just was like, bam. And here it happened and, and it was over. And then the ruling came down from the NCAA that was like, no, they're not going to extend any eligibility. They're not going to do it. And it's basically, it was over. So that really kind of stung for, you know, those college athletes. And, and I should probably just lump in all of the, like the spring and summer sports of, college you know athletics until you know football came around but uh yeah that kind of like took the the wind out of the sails of, of uh of college basketball a little bit yeah i could put that on i'll just kind of riff off your console to make a little console off your console and yeah i mean it's definitely yeah. it was looking like uh one of you know ku's years obviously like it's really hard to win that tournament but they right. were you know you had to at least have them in the conversation of making the final four and then kind of anything can happen there they were heading in strong and peaking at the right time and it's just what could have been it's a bummer yeah, yeah. to not have a shot at that chip yeah absolutely it'll be it'll go down as a bizarre what if you know college basketball landscape in you know 20 years yeah and it's kind of like do you like agree or disagree with not getting another year of eligibility like i know they were almost towards the end of it and i don't and i think you talked about it we did talk about it a little bit on i think past pod when it happened like kind of how it screws up like scholarships on kids that are already committed coming in and then all that money thing yeah, I think that's that's the biggest thing. It's like, what do you do with scholarships and then the the like you said, the budgets and and all that. So it, it's probably the right thing, you know, on like the sensible thing to do makes sense yeah. on paper. The emotional component and like the feel bad for like those people that just got caught in that. Like, I'm a fifth year senior. I'm a fourth year senior, and I play for Nebraska. I'm not going to play professionally in the NBA, but this is my one like last shot at putting something together, kind of building my college basketball legacy, you know, and that's where you feel bad for like those guys in that like real, like that athletic donut hole. It's like, I'm doing it for the love of the game after this, like I'm creating a resume and trying to like find jobs at like a, you know, a junior account executive, you know what I mean? Like an advertising yeah. firm, like this is it for me. So, um, you know, that, that's the thing that I, you know, emotionally you feel bad, but I think on paper, it would just have been a quagmire to figure out. Is it realistic though? Like, do, are we kind of locked into what the drafts at least going to look like for our two rounds? Like is, can a kid really make a run in the, you know, in the tournament and put himself on the map to maybe get in that second round? I mean, cause it probably nobody's jumping in at first, right? You're already on the map. We kind of know what the score is. Yeah. And I would say like, there are some guys like, smaller school guys making like a big run like gordon hayward kind of like solidified himself because he was now playing against great composi- uh, competition in the tournament. Did steph curry kind of strengthen his steph curry yeah exactly oh, right yeah that's great great example steph curry and davidson although i'm sure he would have performed well like in the camps like it gave him a like national exposure to everyone uh, Wally Zerbiak from Miami of Ohio carrying that team way back in the, you know, the mid nineties, you know, it's really those smaller school guys that can carve out a little bit of a niche, you know, Jimmer for that, although he had a little bit of, everyone was just excited to see Jimmer, you know, and he didn't really kind of make a run in the tournament, but uh, I'm just trying to think of like small school guys that just like yeah. pulled them out. Yeah. That's great. Um, all right. Like the bottom two, are we done with your console? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so give me one of your actual bottom two. Oh, um, I would have to say just again because it's COVID related. Just the moment that the NBA canceled its season with like the Utah Jazz game and Rudy Rudy Gobert, like I don't know, do you remember the interview where he's it's on my it's on my list. It's on my bottom two. Is it? Yeah, and just touching, touching the on the mics. Yeah. yeah, and I feel bad for Rudy. I think yeah. he was just, you know, we want athletes to have personalities, and it's like, ooh, that yeah. one isn't gonna fucking look good in like eight months. Yeah, there's just a lot of exposure. And he did like kind of, I like kind of apologized, and and it's just like we kind of talk about it. It might come up in a few other segments, but just not knowing what was going on, and for just sure. like trying to like just like be funny or whatever, and then uh didn't play out that way. No, right? Yeah, he definitely got caught. So. You know, it's like, how how would he ever know what it was? And I actually kind of created a rift between him and uh, and Damian Mitchell, um, the, uh, the, the the guard for Utah a little bit, who was like, all right, like, you know, you kind of, uh, you know, you, you put us in harm's way because then he got COVID after the fact and, you know, you're a little cavalier. So it, uh, you know, it, it had a little ripple effect between the two yeah. of them, um, you know. 
didn't LeBron also say at one point, like, didn't he have a quote of like, he's not going to play without fans and then kind of walk that back the next day? Oh, yeah, I think you might be right on that. I'm trying to remember. I drink everybody. Yeah, I think it was like, I think right, just yeah. like, we're not going to play without fans. And it was just like, and then he kind of like just repackaged it and re might be misquoted and we'll have to look that up, drink everybody. But uh, yeah, I think correct. I kind of remember that just shows the example of like when it's first happened in the NBA, everybody was just kind of like, you know, you want to put your foot down. Like it's just like one of those kind of nightmare moments where you just like have a knee jerk, just like, yeah, this way, and they're just like, oh shit, well, okay, this is kind of this is kind of different level. This, yeah, this is bigger than than what we're playing right now. So we need to re refocus our things. All right, brother. Um, other bottom two. What's your number one or your bottom two? Uh, I'm gonna have to definitely go early. Uh, I guess like it was February uh, with the Kobe Bryant helicopter crash. I was definitely yeah. like the worst moment. I would say sports wise, sports wise, everybody, uh, and obviously like you know uh, his his young daughter Gianna perished along with uh, seven other people who uh, you know it was very sad, very somber start to the year, and it was one of those things where it's like I 100% remember exactly like you know it was in my living room. Uh, the Pro Bowl was on, and it was like I, I couldn't believe that this was actually happening. It was a weird, like, just just memory, like sports memory. It was like I can't believe this guy, who is my age, has passed away in such like a you know tragic way. Yeah, especially when it, like, and he was still so much. I mean, not that it matters, but he was still so much in you know the spotlight, kind of new ways, like the Academy Awards and everything. Mm-hmm. I was in Milwaukee. Uh, we were shooting something for actually the the Milwaukee Bucks and Nike. But I was in yeah. the back, uh, like an SUV, and I remember just getting kind of a text. And then we're like constantly like trying to refresh the thread because you just didn't believe it. You were just like that, like you just couldn't wrap your mind around it. Like it was just like no, no fucking way, no fucking way. And then like trying to find like a credible source because I think it dropped first on whatever one of those kind of like, yeah i think it was tmz right yeah i kind of one of the yeah and then it was like crash and like couldn't get any confirmation on like who the names were and then like it finally yeah i was yeah right yeah, that was the thing that was you know that's the unfortunate thing about the information age that we live in it's like just run it and we'll figure out the facts later and it was like is it was it just his helicopter or is he in it there was a lot of yeah. like a lot of confusion about it um but just a really sad moment because i think would you said it was true. It's like, here was a guy who had an unbelievable career, um, you know, reached the pinnacle of like basketball, but then there was so much more that he was literally just starting to begin with. And like the Mamba Academy, you know, he was really invested in, in, in women's athletics and, you know, and, you know, uh, sponsoring them and working with them and trying to deliver them on a larger scale to, to audiences and, and to people and really championing, you know, women's athletics, but also, like you said, the Academy Awards and just, the, there was, there, there seemed like that there was, he was a very ambitious person who was goal oriented, who had, you know, a lot between the ears and a lot of energy to go after it. And, you know, could have left a mark in several different arenas of, of our, of our lives after the fact, and I had that kind of like snuffed out right at the beginning of it is I think what made it as somber as it was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it was going to be like, and there just wasn't a lot of experience. Like I remember growing up, it was, you know, um, Derek Thomas, like got in that yeah. car wreck and that, that was kind of early, but it was also like, you know, it's still, um, that might be a little bit more local, you know, cause it's just mm-hmm. like, you know, Kansas city chiefs, like people heard of it. I mean, it was still like crazy and like shocking, but just, you know, like any of like, just have the experience of like the athletes, like you're just not used to, like, it just doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. And Kobe was one of the, the one, you know, the ones that was like, all right, well, this guy will be in our lives till he's. Yeah. It's going to be like 70s, a magic right? Johnson, but even yeah. like bigger than that, like always around the game. Cause, cause Michael Jordan, even though like he's huge, like he's not really like, vocal out there in front of the mic and it was just going to be like somehow like in a bunch of different avenues like kobe bryant's going to be like his story's not over we're going to see like a lot of them correct yeah absolutely yeah so really sad you know i mean obviously there was a lot of other sad things in 2020 you know sports related or otherwise but for me those are kind of the two and they they happened kind of early on i think after the fact you know we were you know i don't want to say prepared for anything but it was like you know there, there just wasn't like anything that, you know, anything that you could hope for, 
you didn't want to put all of your investments in 100% because you're like, oh, it's just a, it's a weird year. It is, uh, you know, we're, we're, where everyone's kind of trying their best a little bit here. And uh, if it doesn't work out, I'm not going to be too, too upset about it. But those are two things that happened kind of early on that were just like, all right, you know, I was not expecting that to happen. Uh, yeah, my other uh, isn't quite as somber, but uh, a little bit more integrity yeah. of the game is this happened in 2019, but I think it really blew up in kind of 2020. And that was the Astros cheating scandal. Like, yeah, I think we really started kind of getting to, you know, it's been a while since like cheating and like championship and baseball who had just started to get not started. I mean, they've been doing it, but it's like baseball is always on watch on fandom. Like, it's yeah. just like, you're on a slippery slope. And I think we even saw that when they had trouble getting their season off the ground, but just yeah. like the, to the level of the evidence that was there too, you know, it's not just like whispers in the back room or stuff. It's just like, you listen to the games, you can hear the trash cans banging. I mean, obviously like it even goes further. There is the, you know, that, um, what's his name? keeping keep the jersey on because he might have had like the the, the mic scene. on yeah, yeah yeah or the yeah the little like buzzer thing buzzer thing yeah I, uh, that's what a wild year is this is like we didn't even talk about that you know what i mean it's like yeah i that's right it it it, it came to fruition kind of in the beginning of the year and you know everything that was you know more important than that kind of snuffed it out but yeah that was a real serious thing that just kind of went away you know what i mean like yeah people were like uh sure i guess you know what i mean and the you know once baseball did come back to play it wasn't the headline thing not a lot of people were focused on it and it should have been kind of like front and center all i'm sure diehard baseball fans were in it but you know this season was like you know, it, it, all eyes weren't 100% on it until the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, enough distractions, a shortened season, uh, not full stadiums, like all yeah. that stuff kind of adds up to. I mean, there were like, <laughs> I mean, there were plenty of, you know, pitchers and teams taking matters into their own hands and letting sure. them know exactly what they felt. But yeah, kind of got backburned a little bit. And yeah, I wonder if this is, you know, a, a bigger story if, you know, we're kind of, running the same thing but i mean like what do you do like yeah because it hit ahead like and i think maybe you and i barely touched on it but it's like do you like take away the championship or not and then that's I, what it comes down to yeah and they they you know manfred and the they were never going to do that they were never going to take it away they they did not want that like you know black eye of like the you know the 1919 white socks and that that yeah because you're kind of shooting you're shooting yourself in the foot because you know you're kind of you're you're internally like saying that your sport at championship was a fraud, which yeah, is going yeah. to hurt like your viewership and your fellowship for sure. A hundred percent. And, and yeah, and it's bad. It's, it's just bad for business. You know? <laughs> so it's like, what are we going to do? So we're going to suspend the bad actors who are involved in it, you know, basically put it on managers, fire them, get rid of general managers, get rid of them. And, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, cheating and espionage and that are surrounded in in baseball and the astros were just like the biggest offenders of them um you know it's not like other teams weren't pushing the envelopes in other directions at least sure but they cr they crossed the line right or do we just not know like uh, i think yes they crossed the line yes they they crossed the line because they were the most egregious but that's not to say that other teams weren't skirting that edge on a consistent basis too um and that's always something that you know it, you know it's going to be a little bit of you know there's all i mean every major sport it has that you've got spy gate you know you've got you know in the nba you've got uh uh you know some of the things that the commissioner does to kind of manipulate draft orders and stuff like that frozen I mean, envelope baby frozen Frozen envelope. Envelope. you know so it's like there's all a little bit of that that goes on, but, uh, but baseball definitely has like a, a sordid past with that. So um, they're, they're you fortunate. Remember, you remember the Doug show? Did you ever watch that on Nickelodeon? We talked about this. The Doug show. It's just, it was called Doug. It was a cartoon on Nickelodeon. Oh yes. I do remember. Yes. I remember Doug. Yeah. And he... Banging on my trash can. <laughs> no, my <laughs> so funny. Um, all right. Let's flip the script on this, yeah. bro. Let's go a little, top two coming in on the positive tee up what do you got what's one you got there i'm just gonna have to go with one of the better super bowls that we had in some time chiefs 
49ers we even did it in mid quarantine in uh in an ig live we we simulcast good 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 yeah um yeah that's on my list yeah great super bowl and obviously you know mahomes kind of came to life at the end proved himself to be everything that we believed him to be um great it was great too yeah 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 that yeah he had that third down throw uh i mean it was it was just everything you wanted it was coming from behind it's letting mahomes do mahomes thing um it was yeah i guess we just covered it so many times (laughs) like i want to say like two things about it but it's like you guys saw it great it was great it was fantastic fantastic going to our base a little bit too we know who's listening now (laughs) (laughs) um all right buddy what's your other one uh i i I'll give a console bracket. I'll talk about the Dodgers winning the World Series. Okay, you know, weird. You know, you know what I mean. I thought it was uh, an actually kind of intriguing World Series. Um, so I'll just give them a little bit of an honorable mention in there. And maybe um, maybe a console. I'd like to like I'm doing now. I'm going to start consoling off your console. So a little yes. console off that. Kind of Kershaw, Kershaw getting that. Get off the schneid a little bit. Back. Yeah, yeah, like get yeah, back yeah. and just take it seriously. Like let him know that he can handle the big game and get that confidence himself. Because I think last year, like he was even kind of like starting to self doubt of. I so. think so. Yeah, he 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 definitely. Yeah, getting that win was important. So good on Kershaw. Good on the Dodgers. Um, it's always fun to see one of like the the major franchises win a World Series too. You know, it's like I don't want to see the Double Rays or you know the the Tampa Bay or the Diamondbacks or the Tampa Bay Rays. I want to see like teams from the 50s that's what i want to see i want to see the dodgers you know what i mean you're such a purist uh, i know exactly um but no i was gonna say I, i'll just chalk it up to to all the athletes that you know um contributed to helping their sport come to fruition and play the efforts that they made i know they a lot of you know the nba made a lot of sacrifices the nfl baseball a lot of those guys made a lot of sacrifices to to get on the field and give us a little bit of entertainment so you know how could i how could i surmise you know uh, surmise that in 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 one thing other than just the athletes of 2020 good on them for fucking you know pitching in and and the ones that opted out you know you know no problem too you know what i mean like yeah you know that's that's part of what it is um but we just appreciate the fact that uh you know, you finally gave us something to talk about on our podcast. So, oh yeah. God, yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, we did it. Uh, we are. A we lot did of, it. We watched a lot of movies. That's what we did. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. are aligned, brother. So I had uh, the NBA bubble. Just, yeah. Uh, hats yeah. off. And the, you know, you took a step further again, which we went would have went in a different order. But uh, yeah, I think there was. It was just a time that nobody could really picture how sports could get going again. And even yeah. as we were coming up to the NBA thing. Like, it was just like, oh, like, are these guys actually going to get it together? Like, what's the plan? What's the plan? And it really felt like they thought it out and put together a bubble that was actually, like, working. I think they had, like, green passes or red passes or something. There was just, like, you know, you had to, like, stay out of the bubble. But there was, like, mm-hmm. super VIP to kind of keep that group small and wear masks. And and I think it was that that – I mean, the NFL was always going to do whatever the fuck was going to do and, like, make it happen and shove it down our throats. Yeah. But I think there that was – that NBA bubble was a step to kind of give confidence to just, like, to have sports like in a post-COVID world yeah. or in a, like in a coexisting in a COVID world. And and using technology to kind of help them figure this out and contact tracing within theirs and mitigate risk and not have just kind of unfettered just run of stuff through that, you know, and, um, you know, that, that goes even for the college athletes, right, that wanted to get out there and put it on there too, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's one of those things where, Hey, look, you know, 2020 has been a weird year and, um, you know, it's, it's for us sports entertainment, you know, pop culture, things like that. It's a great little reprieve from what's out there on the day to day. So those guys going out there and, and putting, you know, everything they can in there to make it happen is super important to people. Yep. And that's, uh, athletes, if you're listening, that's MA and Brandana State. We co-sign that. That's co-sign. Yeah, right, right, right. That's yeah. It's what you all. It's what we both mean. We exactly. both. Five stars. Oh man, you know I forgot to tell you. I might need to watch my f bombs. My nephew reminds me that he listened to the podcast. You remember he told me that last year? Ooh, yeah. Listening all year long. So hey, wait, how old's your how old's your nephew again? Fifteen. Oh, okay. Then don't worry about last week's about Santa. You already knew, sir. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah, okay, yeah. If you're okay, coming okay. here for your Santa advice, um, turn off the pod. Right. Um, all right. MAB fixes. <laughs> New Year's resolutions. 
Tank, I got a back order. I got a back order. Yes, we take plastic. All right. That was the old credit card machine. And longer and longer. All right, New Year's resolutions. Bro, you a resolution guy? I know I probably asked you last year, and I'll ask you next year. Exactly. No one can keep track of your resolutions. No, I'm not a resolution guy. Um, I, I don't particularly put them down on new year's per se i'll definitely have some things that i want to focus in on realign myself over the course of this new year the new year's i'm not a i don't i'm not opposed to people putting on resolutions at the beginning of the year but i just don't necessarily think it has to happen on january 1 no it doesn't it no doesn't. all right but here's how i'm gonna fix it i got i got okay. two things i got two takeaways all right i love okay. it here's here we go so the first thing you want to do is you don't want to overstretch it. Yes. Like if you're, let's just say, uh, I don't know, a piece of shit. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. say you're just like, you're drinking, you're smoking. Uh, you're about like, you're, you're pouring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't want to do everything. You don't want to like, you're not like, I'm going to quit drinking. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to go back to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read a book a week. And you just, you're, on. Just you're gonna fry on. yourself out it's like i know you want quick results but that's not how it's going to work mm-hmm. you need to set mm-hmm. obtainable goals not obtainable but you just want to be obtainable but you want to be able to build a little momentum if it's just like all right like i want to start like i want to start reading it's just like all right like let's read 10 pages a day i want to lose like 25 pounds all right let's just let's intermittent fast like two days mm-hmm. a week mm-hmm. or like like one of those lunches we do a salad instead of a cheeseburger First up, be your body is beautiful. You don't need to lose 25 pounds. So Thank don't. I hope that's not your goal. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just floating my goals out there just to, just, you know, just to bury some compliments here. I'm just fishing. And I want another like, inch on my penis. I just want all this. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, no, so I, I think you're right on. And so do you know the do you know what smart goals are? You're very you know this stuff. You you do you know what a smart goal is? No, I don't know what it is. So it's an it's just an, an mnemonic oh fuck man edit don't edit this from the pot Uh, mnemonic device thank you christ almighty yeah Yeah. uh and it stands for um specific measurable achievable uh relevant and time-bound goals so Uh, so uh so like you said like so people often come into to new year's resolutions with i want to lose weight right which is very abstract goal so you want to be specific like i want to lose 15 pounds right yeah and and then it's like well how am i going to measure that well i want to lose you know 15 pounds uh and i want to lose two pounds per week and i want to lose 15 pounds by spring right or something like this right you yeah. also you also want to give like yourself an achievable goal what um, book is you, this man i read this it's I think it uh talking to, to jay Moore about Oh, is it? Oh, it might be. There's there's a bunch of there's a bunch. You can just Google smart goals and it'll yeah. come up there and explain it. Um, but it's it's, it's love hearing us Google things. Google, right, right. Yeah. But the the most important thing for me is just like the measurable and attainable and then the time bound, right? So you want to give something, I want to give it a deadline, right? Yeah. And I would say the best way to be successful with a smart goal is like look at like evaluation periods within that smart goal, right? Mm-hmm. Give yourself like, uh, you know, the, the weight loss is always the biggest one. I want to lose 25 pounds or, you know, depending on how big you are, you don't want to set yourself up for failure. So if you weigh 170 pounds and you're like, I want to lose 45 pounds, well, that's not an achievable goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. If your body doesn't represent that. So it's like, well, maybe I want to lose 10 pounds by the first couple months you know, the first months and how am I going to do this and how am I going to achieve this and how I'm going to measure like my success over time um, and then reevaluate. Yeah. I remember where that's from. So it's from this. Uh, so I do time blocking and there's this, um, this self journal that kind of helps you just break down and then they yeah. have you set. And um, the one big thing also, which I think uh, you guys have heard from Jay Moore and I talk about on the podcast, but it's like taking that macro goal, that specific goal, and then breaking it down. It's just like, what do I got to do this year? And then inside of this year, like, what do I got to do this month to get to that year goal? What do I got to do this week to get to that month goal? What do I got to do today? What can I do this hour? What's the one thing that I can do to, yeah, love that yep. brother. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that. 
Yeah, and I think I think that's the thing that most people have. It's like it's like Calipari said, right? Because he was just like, I and not to interrupt, but I did. Like no, I think it ties in because he was just like he was talking about his scheduling against Kentucky because Kentucky's playing like dog shit, and he's just like he hates how he scheduled it because he was just like we need some W's to get confidence. Like I gotta like, and that's what it is. Like you need some W's in your goals to get confidence to be like, all right, let's tackle this. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing about making it like an achievable goal it's just like you if you set out a goal that's just like big picture item it's like yeah i want to i want to i want to you know have six-pack abs right that's a great fucking goal but if you've got a beer gut it's gonna be tough sledding and three weeks into you doing 100 crunches a day and you're not seeing like the fucking you know an ab through that flab uh you're gonna you're gonna be defeated and it's you just need little micro wins along the way and and i'm a big believer in just giving yourself like the little wins right just yeah. just finding a little way because for me that's i'll go nuts on it and then i won't have any wins i'll be like this is fucking stupid and you know give up yeah and also like i know it's so simple but also like have a game plan don't be like to your point don't you know have the beer gut and be like i want six packs abs and just wake up the next day and just eat like fucking like water chestnuts and right. like ice cubes and just like try to make it happen like know what the plan is know how long it's going to take get whatever there's plenty of information it's the information age i mean obviously talk to someone that knows what the fuck they're talking about or saying the right. right thing but then that way you know if i stay on this path i'll get there and if you stray from the path like you need to get back on the path or be like fuck it like i'd rather drink six modellos a day like six packs are overrated unless they come with one lime and six little bottles oh oh boom golden and i would say that's a great point too right so allow yourself like we 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 set up these new year's resolutions and we're so in our minds i'm sure a lot of people are so militant about it that it's like they don't allow for human nature or life to get in the way, right? Or any of this stuff. It's like, I, I want, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, eat carbs. I want to be carb free, right? Yeah. And then fucking three weeks in, you know, everybody from, well, that's maybe a bad example, but I was going to say everybody after work is going to get pizza. Maybe not the best example, but let's say like, you know, somebody orders pizza at your house, right? And you're like, fuck, I really want a couple of slices. You've been working hard. It's okay to have yeah. a couple fucking slices. It's not going to change your world one way or the other. Allow yourself like the little bit be like, "All right, okay." But then tomorrow, double down and like earn find a way to like earn that back a little bit. Exactly. And just have a game plan. That's what it is, right? Cuz yeah. know the difference between I'm strained and I'm quitting. Oh, I think great. Happens, Ooh, beautiful. If you if you yeah, if you don't plan on the stray, then you're unsure and it could be a quit. And then you're just kind of, you're kicking the can and then eventually you did quit. Like if you're straying, just be like, I'm going to stray today and then I'm right back on it tomorrow. I fucking love that, B. Straying versus quitting. That's beautiful. Oh, thanks, man. I love oh, that, nice. dude. That's really good. <laughs> you, you're you legit. You're smiling. It made me feel so good. You like legit enjoy it. Like, like I feel it like moved you moved the needle. It moved the needle. <laughs> Uh, all right, and the one other pro tip I would have on the resolution is uh, you want to get momentum going on your New Year's resolution. Do not start your New Year's resolution on January 1st. A couple of problems. You're probably going to be hungover. Yes. Number two, like other people are going to do it, and you need your resolution to feel unique. You don't want to get pulled into like everybody like listen to like your radio shows or whatever that are just like, oh, like fucking like, you know, 80% of resolutions fail or just like New Year's resolution, like lose all that bullshit, like generic stuff that comes with a New Year's resolution. Like, cause I started mine like four days ago. Cause I was just like, and it wasn't even like New Year's resolution. Cause I don't want to call them that. It's just like, I want to get momentum going into 2021. Yeah. So it's just like, and I don't want to start on January 1st. So like, if I can get through, like, you know, spend this with like get December, you know, 24th on December 28th, like still kind of sticking to it and like making it happen. And it's just like, I'm cooking with gas come January too. I like that a lot because that's a good too, because everyone, everyone that's creating a resolution for new year's already knew what they wanted to do for 2021, three weeks ago. So you might as well have started yesterday and you might as well start going and doing it because if you do it, it's just like you're, when you were a kid and you knew you needed, it's, you know, mom and dad are coming home at five 30 after work and I got to clean up the room, my bedroom and it's four 45. And I'm like, 
I'm just going to squeeze five more minutes out. Five, more. And by the time exactly. you come home, or by the time they come home, you're mid clean of your bedroom and they're screaming, why did you get, you had all day to get this done? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's no, that vibe. Enough. That's that vibe with, with, uh, with new year's. You're just staring down the barrel and you're like, fuck, I don't want new year's to come. Cause I don't want to start this fucking cleanse or whatever it is that I'm going to task myself with. And then it comes and you're like, oh, I'm hungover. Ah, fuck it. I'm not going to do it. I like it. Exactly. This like mid January get going now, guys. There you go. Changing lives. <laughs> Hi, Neapolitan showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone Cause we can't see eye to eye There ain't no good guy There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Alright Top three things about 2020 Is this our most difficult Neapolitan showdown ever? Oh, it's it was a challenge. Yeah, it was a dig. Yeah, it was a dig. But it's also like that's what we do. Like there's there's we look for the positive tee up. That's right. Not all pods can handle this subject, but this podcast can. We can, and we will dominate it. We will. So I had two things. Um, I had the me, which is the constellation bracket, was just like for me. But I uh, I did all mine um, on the macro. Okay, but beautiful. um. Yeah, uh, I started cooking a lot more. Uh, learned about the stock market. Got to go to Ghana, Africa. That was um, that was in 2020. Yeah, well, I left in 2019, but I came back in 2020. Oh, I was dude. there when 2020 occurred. When occurred. we rolled in 2020, ready to tackle it. When everyone was excited about 2020, I was in Ghana. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Very good. Uh, all right. So all go i'm gonna start with my number three at the bottom here um top three things about 2020 working from home so i know this isn't gonna fall and hear me out audience hear me out i know everyone's just like screaming at the radio right now if you had kids you know teach them and everything let me just say this like the antiquated system of having to sit at a desk for 40 hours so your boss can see you to justify your value and now i think it's shift a little bit more to performance and actually executing on what needs to be done as opposed to like the hours put in it's just seeming like more like understood that it's just like at the end of the day if this is your list of tasks and you're able to get them done then in the future even when we do come back i'm going to be a little less concerned about how long your butt's sitting in that chair in front of me yeah 100 percent. i mean i think uh a lot of companies have reevaluated what a work week looks like right you know what I mean? Which is, which, you know, is all the better for the employee, right? You know, it's, you know, if you can do some certain things from home, other things you don't have to uh, do in the office, that's a, that's a win-win, right? It kind of gives yeah. you that work-life balance everyone craves and talks about, you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, I, I, I like it. I, I, I work from home. I have work in the office, uh, both have their places and are both are enjoyable. Yeah, it just seems like they'll be shuffled in a little bit more, or at least like working from home will be uh, a little bit more accessible and on the table as opposed to the past where, and, you know, maybe in some situations it wasn't even like an option or it's not even like part of the conversation where now it can be. Yeah. Um, really good. Really strong. Uh, I was going to go with, um, I'll go with Netflix in particular. I almost wanted to say content in general because, but I think Netflix really hammered it out of the park uh with all their shows that they release i mean we're talking you know love is blind tiger king uh they even put out uh the the last dance even though that was on espn there was just a lot of great content that came out in 2020 a lot of great shows movies some other bad stuff that was just fun to laugh at but there was some great content the mab sports co- podcast that's content yeah. b that came out every <laughs> that, bro. every week Oh man, I was, um, yes, that's good. Cause it was needed also. And it was like right at the right time. And I think there's a lot of people that, yeah, you'd almost have to say, you know, all the people that are creating content too and rolling that out, like the Jordan doc. I mean, what great time for the Jordan yes. doc to be like, we're ready to go. Yeah. We're captured, ready to go. captured the country. Fucking everyone was glued to their, their screens 
watching it. It was super exciting. And just a lot of, yeah, I'll, I'll dial it back from Netflix. I'll see content creators all together. Cause we even had like on Instagram stuff. Like we've talked about Andrew Schultz and a couple of things that he's done. Oh yeah. Like, like, you know, Chappelle comedians, podcasts, everyone was out there. And, and, uh, you know, not all as good as, as MAB sports podcasts and the, and the, no, the elites, trying. the elites that are out there, but we fucking, you know, we were out there just kind of, you know, doing, doing a yeoman's job and uh, putting out there good hot pod. Great hot pod. Okay. I can replace this one with my constellation. Cause I made a note. I was on the plane. I was supposed to put more there. We'll see if you remember anything about it. Didn't someone important. This is my number two admit to the existence of a ufo yes yes that is my number two as well too oh is it okay it awesome. is fucking, Good. Yes. The pentagon, <laughs> okay. first off the pentagon came out and they called right. it uh and <laughs> then an, an unidentified flying uh, 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 oh i'm excuse me unidentified aerial phenomenon mm-hmm. so a uap not to be confused with the wap sure so <laughs> very good um so yeah so then they said it then an array is israeli like Mossad agent came out just recently and was like yeah 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 uh there are aliens and they're fucking waiting for us to chill out and everyone knows about it like in like the you know trump uh netanyahu like all these people know about it and you're like oh and that doesn't that that was barely that barely moved the needle b yeah, I know, man. It was so wild. It I was mean, so crazy. Yeah, I'm granted there was a ton of shit going down in the country, but it was just like, sure. I guess if you had to like time it, it was just like, whoop, let's slide that in there. So, but you know, all those people that are out there, like all you X File fans, the truth is out there. AF, like here you go. <laughs> what a year. <laughs> it's wild, B. It is wild. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's pretty. What, do, nuts. What, do you, what, what would you say? What would you say if you were to say, "Hey, aliens, on a, unidentified, unidentified aerial uh, phenomenons." Thank you. Mm-hmm. You want to listen to an episode of MAB Sports Podcast? What's the episode you tell them to like tune in and put their, I guess, in their ears? I don't know. Yeah, whatever they have. Uh, right. Their 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 consciousness. Their their yeah. tele, their telepathic membrane. <sighs> Hey, there's so many good episodes. I remember villains being really fun, but I think we would have to do when we call each other, uh, when we did the role playing, calling in sick for work. Oh, yeah, yeah. I that's mean, that's good. just, that's, uh, that's, that's introducing a whole other species or alien race to what true comedy is. Yeah. Hey, Gorog, do you want to know how to call <laughs> from, from your fucking teleporter job? Yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Uh, okay, so we both had that same one. So I guess that's tied. What was your first one? What was your number My three? first one was content creators. Content. Oh yeah, yeah, that's better than mine. So we'll put we'll put you in the driver's seat in my work from home. This is good though. This is good. My number one, going for a home run. Um, content creator. Uh, let's see. Netflix subscription is. Not sure I'll have to call the person whose password I use, but I think it's around. They, uh, their, their password has eight characters with one capital in it. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah. So we'll give you, uh, we'll give you eighty points with a capital eight. Um, all right, uh, I will do console real fast. Tax day pushed back to July fifteenth, baby. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Christmas came early for me. I know. I remember hearing that, and I was just like, you know, there's a lot of shit going on. Nobody knows what what is are we wearing masks are we not but i was like one thing we do know i ain't gotta worry about taxes for yeah. another four months that's great uh, console bracket we got we got gus bus the dog oh yes. yeah there you go that's, yeah, that's a little bit on the on the me <laughs> i wish i could show you this i almost tried to show you it but obviously i can't for this but it was just uh it, it is me with a bunch of ease <laughs> um all right and my number one is Zoom calling. <gasps> you fuck. Mine's not Zoom calling. Number one as well, too. Oh, man. I guess bitch. you win. Oh, okay. Uh, you win, so you get a pitch while why Zoom call, calling is awesome first. A, uh, it is it is changed the MAB Sports Podcast. I'll tell you that right now. It has. What did, I was even trying to think. What did we do? Did we used to just Google Hang? We did Google what Hang. Did? We did okay. Google Hang. Um, which then we had to record separately. Uh, we don't. They don't even know how the sausage is sure. made. <laughs> yeah, fucking 
shut up uh but no but also too it allowed for and, and zoom actually did a great thing over the holidays is 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 uh i guess not doing the 40 minute like for the free zoom that they have just let oh, yeah. it go unlimited but it was a great way to um talk with friends family members people that you just needed to, to speak with if you needed to actually like you know someone to talk to online great way um but I would also say, like, I also would say, like, 2020, I actually think I, like, talked to more of my friends. And that was, a, let, let me, yeah, let me run, riff off that go, a little go, bit. Yeah, go for that, go for that. Because that was my big point, because it was, like, you hear about, you know, these, like, college reunions happening on Zoom or, yeah. like, trivia nights. Like, really, all in all, I think there was a lot more reconnection with friends. Yes. Maybe that's what I mean, kind of mean by Zoom on the macro, but it was yeah, just, yeah. you know, nobody was going out. So, you know, like we revived like a poker night we had that we used to like always have going like, you know, people just kind of meeting up in these little groups, like starting book clubs or just like, like just doing like these little things that for whatever reason, like maybe they would do them, but everyone just got to like really super evaluate their free time. And it just, it's so heartwarming to think of, you know, all these people, the first thing they went to is just like, how can we get like all our friends together on our zoom and just do like a zoom happy hour. And it was just, yep, you know, yeah. I, the world moves so fast. I think sometimes we're just like, Oh, it'd be impossible, you know, to go see whatever Paul across town. Like I'll eventually get to that. And then it's like 2021. And we just like, we never hang and it never occurred to us. It's just like, and I hope this sticks to where, you know, I mean, God willing when we're the public is fully open back up and we're going back out, but we're still like, you know, we kind of keep the trivia nights going or at least like kind of the Google hang. Yeah, or and that's not that, Google Hangouts. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know what you meant, but yeah, it's one of those things, especially for those the ones that aren't cross town. It's like, you know, being able to see like our friend group, and I'm sure a lot of people are kind of spread out all over the place. So it's like, yeah, it just made it super easy and convenient to just like pull up and not just be like, you know, FaceTime is is fine, but like, hey, let's get a couple family members on here and let's just all chit chat and say hi, and you know, I got grandma and grandpa and you know, this grandma and grandpa, and we're all just like here together. And it's, it makes for a real easy connection. And, and it, I think to your point, you said earlier, it's like, it's nice to see that when all that happened, rather than us, like all just hole up and cocoon and just go to text and no one was talking and conversing. It's like, oh no, no, no. Let's find like the closest, like facsimile to us getting together that we possibly can do. And we'll, we'll use zoom and technology to all get together in one big giant group and that was a that was a fun little thing to happen in, in 2020 yeah um everyone wins but more specifically most awesome wins the neapolitan well done brother um all right brandon the gambling corner bring us to the jam This is, I'm just going to take you through my top three worst bets this year. And then what? Yeah, I'm surprised there's even three. Me too, but I found them. Could it have just been from this past week? I don't know. You did okay, well, that's definitely number one. Okay, so I'll do this. Um, I think I was texting everybody. I think the odds were 16 to one. I made this bet. Uh, it was a while ago. I think the bet was... When's the NBA season usually tip off? Like uh, preseason football, like yeah, October. Yeah. So yeah, I made this bet of like October 2019 and it finally came to fruition as a loser uh, <laughs> like two months ago. It was uh, 61 uh, for the Nets to win the 2020 championship. That's right, baby. Because I was just like, yeah, we got KD. He's going to come back. <laughs> Kyrie Irving will get it back. It'll be perfect. None of that shit happened. I think Kyrie Irving was out by the time they got to the playoffs. I think they did get an eight seed, right? They did, or yeah. Seven. They I think they, they got they in. The bubble, yeah. But they didn't, it was yeah. a, it was a shell of that Nets team. Yeah. Now, now Kyrie's just out there flat earth and saging up courts everywhere. Yeah. It was like one of those that scene where everybody was just like, Oh, let me have them. Let me have them. There was a moment where this bet almost worked itself out because the ticket would have been refunded if the season was canceled. Ooh. So there was part of me that was just like, nobody wants the season canceled, but if it but is, 
if it happens it's not the worst thing in the world look delaney gets a little gift receipt (laughs) on that bed he made and he'll be returning that right now right um all right my other bet buddy is this was recent this this actually happened to me with the broncos last year which was a lot more intense but this year with the jags it was pretty intense so this was three weeks ago the vikings played the jaguars and i don't know if anybody happened to watch this game i don't blame you if you didn't uh if you did i must be a vikings fan because i don't think jaguars have fans but it was uh basically the money line was minus 500 so that means to win $100, you have to bet 500. So for every 500 you bet, you win 100 bucks. And that's just the Vikings have to just win the game. Mm. So, mm. so if you lose, like you're losing like five times whatever you would have won. So anyway, this game starts out. Jaguars up nine nothing in the first quarter. So it's like this is going to be a problem. Yeah. Okay. All right. At halftime, it's nine to six, and it's. 96 Jaguars still winning. So I'm still in the driver's seat to lose five times what I would have won. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> I like how you're saying that. That's very, that's very clever how you're saying that. I like that. I don't. Yeah. I mean, nobody needs to know exactly. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not like, what the amount was or, no, it's just how bad I, the bet came out. I, right. I, exactly. So Brad Johnson comes or Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson, Brad Johnson Kirk, Kirk cousins comes out and uh, Brad Johnson a, 2.0. You mean? Like, yeah, he gets the ball, throws a pick six. So then they go up. uh, The Jags go up like 16 to six, and we're back down by 10. Mm -hmm. Uh, So anyways, whatever, the Vikings go on a little bit of a run. They get it. Uh, Looks like they're going to put the game away, have to punt. The Jaguars come down. They're down by eight with two minutes left, drive the field, score the touchdown, score the two-point conversion, send the game to overtime. So we're knotted up at 24 to 24. I'm still knotted up in my stomach about losing – Five times what I could win. <laughs> the Vikings do win the toss. They get the ball, uh, like two incomplete passes, and then Kirk Cousins gets sacked, and he's like on the five-yard line. So now that if you guys don't know the overtime rules, I'm not going to walk you through it. Donovan McNabb's out there. But the thing is, is if you get the ball a second, like you only have to kick a field goal. So the Vikings basically gave up their – Gave the Jaguars the ball like in midfield and they can kick a field goal and win the game. Anyway, the Vikings do end up uh, having the Jaguars go three and out. Jags miss their field goal and the Vikings come down and kick a field goal to win the football game. But it was, uh, it was, if you ever had like a money line bet like that where you bet the favorite and you bet a lot on that to like win a little and they're behind trailing like the entire game, it is it is very, very tough to watch. And the game moves very, very, very fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even it, though like each, you know what's weird is like each commercial break takes forever because you're like, get back to the game, get back to the game. Like we got to go, like we got to, yeah. you start telling yourself this, like, all right, we score a touchdown real fast. We do get them to go three and out. They punt to us. Like it's still in the third quarter. Like your brain's working on all these bullshit theories that aren't going to happen i you do this in fantasy you do this in gambling and it's like all right so this is what needs to happen Mm -hmm. come on out of break and you go boom 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 here it is they move the field they move the ball down the field real quickly and then they you know they get the kickoff they get the punt and then it's like all right fuck 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 run into the line of scrimmage next play run in the line of scrimmage (laughs) next play incomplete and they're punting you're like it's not how i planned it (laughs) not how i planned it. so now you're being it's like all right now they gotta go get them three out yeah so that that was that okay and then my number one top spot worst 2020 beat um in a super bowl i bet i think i talked to you about this i bet patrick mahomes having over 29 and a half rushing yards yes yes this yes i yes i'll you we've talked about this we even talked about it in it's funny that that super bowl is coming back around but yes we talked about it in that ig like when we did that ig oh yeah facetime thing but that wasn't a pod that was fucking was extra content because okay. i said people... we brought it in 2020 yeah. yeah maybe maybe some people are just like very rigid it's just like I'll lo- i love them in my ears i don't want to see them on my instagram no, so no, fair no, enough no, no. so this is for you no. so Patrick Mahomes, I have the over the Super Bowl, 29 and a half yards. Uh, he has 44 in the fourth quarter. So I'm not worried about that bet. He had 44 yards in the fourth quarter? He had 44 rushing yards in the fourth quarter. Get the fuck out of here. With less than one remaining, with uh, less than one minute remaining, uh, we know that the Chiefs have the lead. So 
he takes his knees. But Pat Mahomes, if you watch it, he bounces back a little bit when he takes his knees. So on first down, he loses five yards, bounces back, takes a knee. Second down, he loses three yards. And he, on third down, because he stands up a little bit on the last one, he loses seven yards. Oh, my God. Dropping the total to 29 yards, which is under 29 and a half. <laughs> True story. Uh, that's awful. Yeah. I didn't realize he had that many yards. I do remember him like doing the like elongated knee. Yeah. Trying to eat up as much time because they were, it was close. It was close to like take a knee because they didn't. Yeah. Have... Yeah. He was trying to get like those extra like two seconds kind of off there. Because I think they did have a kick. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just like, my God. Oh, oh, I knew that was that bad. I, but and that's one of those things that like 44, if you're even paying attention, like you can't even be counting that in your mind. You're like, yeah, right, you, tell, you spend it. that money. Yeah, you spend that, that money. Like before the game's over, you're spinning that win. That sounds like such a good bet too, because he was running a lot in that, those playoffs. He was scampering a lot. It's a great oh. bet. Actually, it wasn't a great bet. It was a terrible bet. It lost. Any ticket that you got to tear? Terrible bet. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, this has been MAB Sports Podcast episode 148. Let's do our VIPs. Who do you got, MA? Oh, I'm going to go <clears throat> uh, uh, Alvin Kamara, 6 TD. Wait, I said VIPs. Why did I do VIPs? VIPs. MVP. Uh, MVPs. Yeah, I know what you mean. I right. knew what you meant. I was just letting you flow, B. You're just feeling it. Thanks. I don't want to give you a fourth bad beat in 2020. <laughs> um, so Alvin Kamara, six TDs should have been seven, actually. Um, fucking one. Hopefully a lot of people fantasy football leagues this year. If not hell of a week, 16 performance. Good on you, sir. Uh, I, I love the, the gold fronts, the platinum fronts in there too it's bizarre that someone plays professional football with like a that bull nose ring in their nose yeah. the whole time but uh but yeah whatever six tds awesome yeah doesn't elliot have one of those too Does he he, kill it? He he's does. got a, he's got his nose pierced he does not have like the moose ring right you know, like the bull okay. like you know uh yeah yeah hats off to Bummer brown um camara um for the touchdown i you like to see that too i just for fantasy players also i know that the pros don't give a shit and that's what i'm talking about i'm just like just a side note you know for like a top five player drafted in most all leagues yeah just so like completely blow yeah off. just see someone go it's impressive just seeing someone go off for fucking 60 professional yeah. football yeah it's nuts uh i'm gonna give mine to ryan fitzpatrick <gasps> fitz magic <sighs> Yeah, you see that? Did you see that yesterday? That Dolphins Raiders game? It was fucking wild, dude. He's like a relief pitcher for quarterbacks. It, yeah, it's like absolutely insane. I do like how close like him and Tua are. I know the announcers talk about it a lot, but yeah. it, it's a lot cooler that it's not like a really like quarterback controversy. It's just kind of more uh, you know, they have a little a little one two punch, but only using that two punch and Fitzpatrick if like they absolutely need kind of like a spark going, but letting Tua have the confidence that it's his job. But anyway, so and I love this too, because getting too cute. And I know I was playing you in our fantasy football league our dynasty league and uh, Jacob slides down like two times to not score a touchdown because mm -hmm. the Raiders are fucking overthinking it. And the Raiders are trailing by uh, they're trailing by one because they missed the extra point. And then they're just trying to run out the clock. Here's my question to you. Like, so they kick the field goal, they make it. So by Jacobs, and they're trying to pull, like Dolphins are trying to pull like Josh Jacobs into the end zone and he won't go because right, right. they're getting too cute. So they kick it, uh, leave 20 seconds left on the clock. The Dolphins don't have any timeouts. But they could have scored a TD to go up by six and then make give the Dolphins 115 to score a touchdown. What's more challenging, 115 to score a touchdown or 20 seconds to get a field goal? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately that 115 to score any time that you have to score a touchdown, right? It's that's the more that's the more challenging bit, you know what I mean? Especially when Saunders for the Dolphins like had a fucking great game, was like feeling it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, they also left a timeout on the on the clock. Fucking Gruden didn't pull, even though I knew he thought they were probably gonna they were going to anticipate him trying to ice the kicker. Like he still yeah. didn't do it, you know what I mean? Which is maybe he's trying to reverse it or whatever. But yeah, I mean, you're basically you kick it off, you, you know, you run it because did they kick it out of the end zone? 
I don't think they ran it back. So you're starting they at the 25. Back. You're starting at yeah. the 25. So basically you have to go, you know, uh, 25, you're at the 50, and then like another. So you have to go like 38 yards to get into field goal range. And by like today's standards of NFL kickers, yeah. you know, maybe a little bit more than that. So let's say 42 yards. That's not a lot. And we saw that. It's one Hail Mary pass tacked on we're fucking you know a, a, a face pa- face uh mask penalty yeah for an extra fa- and you're right there they were right there and 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 you know they're almost there and they have like we got to run an extra play just to kill a little cl- you know <laughs> clock a little bit here yeah, yeah. so yeah I, they definitely were were overthinking it it was dumb yeah but my so in but mvp goes fitzpatrick guys if you haven't seen this uh totally gets face masked with that t- their first play with 20 seconds left trailing by two and he just like throws it i uh, was it, like 35 yards on the field 40 yards on yeah the field? Com- completed he's, it too yeah he's it up to a yeah, completion like it's like one of those and now it kind of makes sense where you know the receiver knows where he's going and the, just trying to drop the ball there because he's going to be in some sort of double coverage uh yeah catches it gets 15 yards sacks on puts on field goal dolphins win and probably go to the postseason for it yeah, they're ten and five. They're they actually bumped up to the fifth seed right now. And and fucking the corner for the Raiders, Arnett, the rookie, blue coverage, bad play all the way around. Like you know, terrible, terrible all the way around. Anyways, oh. um, yeah, Fitzmagic is great. Oh, Pat Mahomes. That's what I was gonna say. Pat Mahomes had a great tweet. He was like, "Hey, that might be the best no look pass of the year." <laughs> oh, that's that's right. Guys, it may be sports podcast episode one forty eight. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email. It may be sportspodcast at gmail.com. Got Mad League coming up season two. Two. Uh, I'm Brandana. Once you sign yourself off, most awesome. Audience, if you're out there and you're checking William Hill or any of those sports books that are out there, find our bet for pod of the year going at 16 to 1. It's a fucking payer. Buy it. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Oh.